Welcome to the Exodus Health Center podcast. These seminars are recorded live at the Exodus Health Center in Kennesaw, Georgia, where we believe that God needs no help, just no interference. Tonight's workshop is part three of three in the Healing Cancer series presented by Dr. David Jockers. Now, here's Dr. David. Okay, so so who watched the movie? Any, anybody here actually go to, uh, go to Food, Inc. that we had the other night? Yep, so many guys, Teresa, you were out there. Right, who's ever watched that movie before? Food Incorporated? Okay, this one, of course, is Food Matters, right, that we showed here. But, you know, there's a lot of these movies popping up, really showing about what's going on in our food industry, what's taking place there. And so I know, obviously, most of you guys are, are educated to a certain degree, right? Who here would, would agree with me when, they, when we say that food matters, right? That food makes a difference in your health, absolutely. That lifestyle, that 98% of disease is lifestyle-based disease, right? We lifestyle our way into it. Right? And that's how we get it. But the good news about that is we can lifestyle our way out of it, right? And completely reverse disease like we're seeing in this office, Jackie, Yvette, and many other people, right? And so that's the, that's the biggest key right there. And so we're going to go into this a little bit uh, with our cancer workshop. And so we've obviously um, we've learned a lot. So who here was at the first workshop? Okay. So some of you guys were... Give me, give me some highlights. What were some of the things that you learned? So, Maggie, what was one thing that you learned? <laughs> Put you on the spot, right? All right. Okay. So let's let's think about it. What was one of the key things? What do we know feeds cancer cells? Sugar, right? So that's one of the big things. We know that sugar feeds cancer cells. In every single processed food in America, what's one of the ingredients? Sugar, right? So obviously that's going to play a big role. Now, cancer thrives in, what do you think, an acidic or an alkaline environment? Acidic environment, right? A low oxygen-based environment, that's how cancer thrives and grows, right? And so um, would cancer grow in somebody who's well hydrated, right, has a perfect nerve supply getting right out, destroying abnormal cells, healing normal cells, somebody has a positive attitude all the time that's eating great, right, that's exercising, that's living this entire maximized living lifestyle, would it be possible, if that's the case, they're doing all those things perfectly, would it be possible for, for cancer to develop in their body? No. no, right? Because their body is self-healing. And that's the other great thing, is that no matter what you were genetically designed with, that our body constantly heals, right? That every day we do develop cancer cells, but on the flip side, every day our body is just in this constant, never-ending process of healing. So really, what we have to look at is because we have such an epidemic of disease, heart disease, cancer, right, diabetes, all these different things. Who knows somebody, by the way, who's, who's had heart disease, right? Probably all of us. Probably almost every hand could go up if you really thought about it, right? It's one out of two. It's 50% of our society. How about cancer? Who knows somebody? Yep, most of us, right? So cancer, I mean, it's obviously uh, through the roof, one of the fastest-growing diseases. How about anything else? Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, right, all these different disorders, and we really thought about it. I'm sure everybody could have their hands up because we know that we know this. I mean, we know people are, are dealing with this stuff. And so we have an epidemic. And really, we have to look at, again, just to review how our culture really perceives these things, right? So we know in our culture, 
we believe that internal health is predetermined in a sense, right? So who's ever heard that they were genetically or some, had somebody tell you that their high cholesterol is hereditary or their high blood pressure is hereditary, right? Or their diabetes is hereditary or their obesity is hereditary, right? So people tell me that all the time. I was on a plane coming back from Chicago and uh, this guy was telling me he had degenerative hip. He was telling me that's hereditary, right? That his, that his joints are degenerating. Right? That's not hereditary, right? That's yeah, there may be a tendency, but the reality is that joints degenerate or, or organs fail because we turn on a genetic trigger, right? But that's not how we were actually designed. And so um, in our culture though, that's the that's the modern belief, right? So if you get if you have high cholesterol, most people, although fortunately now some information is getting out right now more than ever, but I mean you even think five years ago. It's like the, the cultural belief is that's just what, I get, what I'm going to get, right? I just have high cholesterol. Nothing really I can do about it. My mom had it. My dad had it. So I'm going to have to take these drugs, right? And so then health is determined really ultimately with this culture by, number one, our genetics and the type, the mountain type of viruses and bacteria we're exposed to, right? And so in our society, obviously, right, when somebody's sick, when somebody's coughing or sneezing, what is the general belief? What do we generally do, right? Stay away, right? I'll, I'll keep my distance. Or people will come in and they'll say, well, I, you know, I didn't want to get around anybody because I don't want anybody else to catch this cold, okay? But really, ultimately, I mean, we're all surrounded by that bacteria, by the viruses. Who's ever been in a house where maybe, you know, a couple of the people or one person got sick, but then nobody else did? Who's ever been in a house or an environment like that? We've all experienced that, right? We've all been there. So the same bacteria, the same viruses, the same stuff was around us. Why did one person get, get more ill, get more symptomatic, yet the other person not? Right? The immune system, the quality of that immune system at that period of time. Right? So um, there's a family in here. And uh, it's, it's kind of a funny story because um, the daughter, so this girl's been kind of sick her whole life, uh, every year, antibiotics, right? Just her whole life growing up. She's 25 years old now. So she gets sick. She gets a raspy voice. Right now, she's starting to do my program. She's been here a couple months. She's doing our program, getting great results. So she knows better now, right? So she knows to trust her body. And I was telling the family, I was like, you know, the most important thing out of all these workshops, out of every single thing that I could possibly say to you, the most important thing I can get across is to have faith to trust the power that made your body, right? To trust that God's ability to heal your body, to remove the interferences, to do the things that you need to do. To, to ultimately um, to, to give your body the best chance, but to trust it, right? And so her whole life, every time she would have a symptom, she would instead run for some man-made concoction, right? Some potion, lotion, or pill that she could utilize to somehow, you know, give her, give her an advantage over the illness, okay? So a couple months ago, she went through this, and I, I had to coach her and really uh, lead her um, strongly to not make that decision. She didn't, and uh, she actually got well. You know, she, she regained, uh, I guess, her quality of life, you could say, although, because even if you're having symptoms, right, that's actually a natural response, right? Your body's doing what it can and what it needs to do to fight off any kind of illness. So I wouldn't say she was necessarily sick. I, I told you guys before, we misuse that term in our society, right? We actually do, because if you have a, a ton of bacteria or viruses that are that are destroying cells in your body, it's going to be good for you to raise the temperature, right? That's going to be good to kill those things off. So she was symptomatic. She regained her quality of life, and, and she said, like, uh, 36 hours, right? So boom, back to normal. 
mom and dad got, felt, got, got basically came down with the same thing. So although the younger brother didn't, okay. So mom and dad got the same thing. So mom, same lifestyle patterns, right? So same type of approach. She would always run to the doctor, get an antibiotic, whatever it was. So she didn't do that, okay. Again, 36 hours, boom, it was gone. She told me she was she was juicing kale. She was doing all this stuff that I teach, right? Now the husband, probably the strongest immune system, the healthiest nerve system of all of them. According to the family, he never gets sick, right? But he comes down with this, and then he goes out to Nashville and runs in the uh, Music City Half Marathon, right? So, uh, so he goes out there. So obviously, he said it was the best run he's ever had. But of course, that do you think a half marathon? Um, do you think that's uh, that's really good for your body? No. no, right? That's overstressing your system, right? Remember that type of exercise that I I actually talk about is is about 15, 20 minutes of intervals, right? So I, I mean max, right? So my workouts are like 20 minutes long, right? We really don't want to overexert ourselves for a long period of time like that, like a two-hour run like that, that's challenging. He said he got his best time he's ever had, right? But at the same time, he's overstressing his system, right? So because he overstressed his system, what do you think happened with his symptoms? Yeah, they got worse, right? They got worse, absolutely. So, you know, he just came in, we just adjusted him, took pressure off his nerve system. You know, he's, he's doing everything I told him to do. So I imagine about a day or two, he'll bounce completely back, right? He was actually feeling pretty good when he came in here. And so, um, so this is kind of how it works. Now the great thing is, and, and that's a cool thing I was telling her, I was like, that's a great testimonial because she's realized now and she's by faith experienced now the fruits of trusting that God-given ability to heal, right? Trusting her body's ability. And so in our culture, we really don't do that, right? And, and you know, we need somebody. And that's really why I'm out in the community all the time because this is really what God's called me to do is to get out there and to teach people to have faith in their body's ability to heal. And so our culture obviously teaches the exact opposite, that we need vaccines, that we need drugs, right? That we need surgeries in order to get the results that we want, right? That's ultimately what, what we're told. And so is it working? Let's look. Cancer on the rise. So Journal of Clinical Oncology in April, last April, right, said that cancer, cancer rates will actually increase by 45% over the next 10, 15 years, right? So it's, um, it's unbelievable, right? So that's actually going up. Fastest growing disease, by the way. Right, fastest growing disease is cancer, right? It's particularly going to hit the baby boomer population. So, who here is in the baby boomer population? Mm -hmm. So they were saying particularly the baby boomers. And I mentioned this last week, but drug companies—they're investing tons and tons of dollars into radical therapies, right, for cancer because they know that that disease there's no decline, that it's not going down anytime soon, right? And at the more, the more, the newer, right, the more uh, kind of unique. And um, novel, the, the uh, cure protocol that they have, the, the drugs, then the more money that they're going to make. And so that's what they're investing in. So let's look at this right here. Every 29 seconds, someone in the world will hear this. I'm sorry, you have cancer. Right? Every 29 seconds. So every 30 seconds, two people every single minute. Right? I mean, that's unbelievable. Isn't 120 people every hour are diagnosed with cancer? That 300, and this is about the same for America as well. Um, it's actually a little bit more. It's about 500 Americans every single year will hear that. Or, I'm sorry, every single day. Every single day will hear that they have cancer, right? 500, I mean, 300 more, right? 500 more tomorrow. I mean, this is unbelievable, right? This is a fastest growing disease, and there are no mainstream answers, right? There really aren't. 
And so if you get diagnosed with cancer, what do we, what do, we do in our culture? Chemo. Right? Yeah. A couple right answers, right? So chemo, radiation, die. I mean, ultimately, we talked about that week one. I'm not going to go into detail about that, but the most expensive series of, of and rounds and rounds of drug and chemical therapy, radiation, things like that. And who's ever watched somebody go through that, right? It's, it's miserable. And you guys saw the quotes where all these top medical doctors, these top people, even one of them was a, a former president, right, actually said, there are worse things than, than death, right? One of them is chemotherapy. You guys remember that quote? And so absolutely. So this is what's happening. But why does, why does everybody, or I would say probably about 95 to 98% of our society when they get cancer, why do they turn to that? Why do you think? That's the only thing they have. That's, that's all they're taught, right? Actually, two reasons. Number one is that's all they're told, right? They're told that's their only option, right? Kind of scared into it, right? Told that's their only option, number one. Immediate, right? Number two is when do they have the symptoms? In the beginning, early stages, or late stages? Yeah. Late stages, right? So typically, by the time they even know that they have cancer, because in our society, we're taught to base our health on what? Yeah. On symptoms, on how we feel, right? By the time they even know that, typically it's already developed 7 to 15, possibly 20 years, that it's in a later stage, that it's rapidly developing, metastasizing. So the doctors freaked out because ultimately I think most doctors, I, I, I truly believe most of them are, are you know, good, genuine people, that they want to give you the least, the least invasive therapy, right? But ultimately when they see it, that it's that, that there's that much damage, the only thing they know, right, is the chemotherapy, the radiation, things like that. And they've got to save their license, of course, too. So they've got to recommend that. So one of the key steps, obviously, is preventing that early on. Number one is, is changing our mind about what health is, right? Because who here, right, has ever been told that if you feel good, you're healthy, right? Or, or, or thought that at one point in your life, right? I'm sure... Raise your hand. I mean, I'm sure everybody probably probably thought that. I know I did. I thought, yeah, if you feel good, you're healthy, right? But we know that we cannot base our health on how we feel because aren't there plenty of people that feel great, and then all of a sudden, what happens? Boom, they drop dead of a heart attack, right? They, um, they get diagnosed with cancer or they have some major symptom, like my grandfather breaking his arm because he had metastatic cancer spread throughout his body, right? So we know that we can't base it on how we feel, so then we got to really look at not only our lifestyle and what we're putting in our body, but ultimately exactly how our body's healing and really seeing that. And we'll talk about that as we go on. So good news is the culture that, that we teach in this office that many of you guys are living in or transitioning into, right, and that you're going to be exposed if you're a guest here, and we're thankful that you're here because you're going to be exposed to this amazing culture right here. And this culture believes in this right here. These are the principles, okay? And I was, I was at a big seminar, about 200 doctors, 200 of the best in the world, right? And these are our, 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 our key foundational principles that God created our bodies with this incredible ability to self-heal. Who would agree with that, that concept? Absolutely. That God created us, that every single day, right, every day we have a new stomach lining, that every, all the cells in our, our stomach are renewed every seven months. We have a new heart every six months, a new liver. That our body is constantly in this never-ending state of healing, and all healing comes from the inside out, right? So what that means is that healing doesn't come from a pill, a lotion, a potion, a supplement, right? None of those things actually create healing. At the very best, like a supplement can help remove interference or, right, or provide essential nutrients that your body might need to be more effective. But all healing comes from the inside out. And our ultimate goal is right here, is we have to seek 
after and follow the rules of life, right, and health to truly reach our God-given potential, right? So absolutely, we've got to follow. We've got to seek those out and follow them. I mean, there are natural rules, right? Who believes that there are natural spiritual rules that if you break those, that you're going to have consequences? Most people here believe that, right? And so same thing. Why would it be any different physically, right? Why would it be any different? We all know one rule, right? And that's the rule of gravity, Mm-hmm. Right? We know it doesn't matter, you know, how close, you know, it doesn't matter if you pray every single day, you read the Bible, whatever it is, right? You're on, you're on a, a top of a building, right? You step off that building, where do you go? Down, Down right? Yeah. It's the law of gravity. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, you could be praying for wings, right? Try to fly. <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? I mean, because what's God going to do? He's going to say, you know, at the end, you know, when you go splat on the bottom, right, and you're going up to heaven and you're like, God, I prayed for wings, right? Why didn't you help me fly? What's he going to say? Well, yeah, I'm sorry, but I did give you this, this law. It's called gravity, right? Um, you're supposed to follow that law, that principle that I put on the planet. It's the same thing with our health, that he gave us natural laws and principles. We have Our job is to discover them, right? Find out as much about them as possible and live as close to those as possible. Who would agree with me on that, right? Absolutely, because ultimately, who's responsible for your health? We are, exactly. So you've got to be knowledgeable, and that's why I want to commend you guys because you're out here. That's what you're doing right away, right? Is that you're out here getting the knowledge, the information that you need to really make dramatic changes in your life and then ultimately taking action on that. Because who's ever learned something, right, but not applied it? All of us, yeah. right? Every one of us, right? So information is great, and all the information I can give you today is fantastic, and it's cutting edge, extremely relevant. But if you're not inspired enough to actually apply it, what does it mean? Nothing. Nothing, right? And so that's the key step. We've got to be inspired enough. And ultimately, the Maximized Living Lifestyle start is based around this. Eating well, moving well, thinking well, and resting well, right? It makes sense. That we've got to eat well, move well, and put the right foods in our bodies, move our bodies, because movement is life, that we've got to think well, and we're going to talk about that more often, more, and, uh, and rest well. And so here are our 10 daily steps every single day. Right? So every day, if health, if 100% health and healing is right here on this left side, if 0%, right, which 0% life means what? Death, right, is right here. Every single day, you're either moving towards health or you're moving towards death, right? You're, you're moving in one of those directions. When we say that we're healthy, right, we're actually misusing that term because health means when your body is functioning and healing at what percent? 100%, right? So we're either, we should be saying, I'm either moving towards health or I'm moving towards disease. And we're doing that with every single decision that we make, every single one, okay? And so this is what we want to do. We want to, number one, maximize our peace and our gratitude, right? Minimize our emotional stress, okay? So it makes sense. Who here is under emotional stress, right? So when, we're, when, we, when we come under a, a large bombardment of emotional stress, right? Um, obviously, our immune system goes down, so that plays a big role. So the, the, the way that we manage stress, because there's this key term in our society of managing stress, right? Who's heard of that? Stress management, right? What we go with, with maximizing, what I teach is not to manage stress, because we're always going to have stress. In fact, stress helps us grow, right? When we work out, when we're exercising, we're stressing our body. That's actually providing an environment for our muscles to grow, to become stronger, to become more resilient. You're always going to have stress. You can never get rid of that. Ultimately, it's about maximizing our peace and our gratitude because you've got to have that in order to truly overcome all the stresses that come into your life. 
that you always have this rock, this foundation that you can go back to. But maximizing our prayer and our spiritual soaking, minimizing our spiritual stress. We want to maximize our positive mindset, obviously minimize our negative, pessimistic mindset. Right? We want to maximize our healthy relationships, minimize our unhealthy relationships. All these things right here, known to cause cancer, every single one of these things. Right? When we have unforgiveness in our heart, that is a powerful carcinogen. Right? That's a powerful disease causer. We can eat the best foods on the planet, right? do all these other things, but if we have a strong burden of unforgiveness in our heart, Ultimately, it's going to eat us up from the inside. It's going to rot us. And so nerve system, right? So we'll talk about that as well. When there's subluxation, damage to those nerves, it literally rots the spinal cord, literally rots the nerves, and the organs actually start to become sick, diseased, and shut down. Um, detoxification pathways. So it's another thing we're going to talk about, how to really open up those detox pathways so our body can get rid of all the toxins we're taking in every day. Minimizing our environmental toxins, um, essential nutrients, Right? maximizing our, our oxygen levels, alkalizing our body, and ultimately providing a lot of hydration into our system. So these are the things we're going to quickly go through here. So number one thing with our, our cancer protocol, it all starts with the very first thought out of your head when you wake up in the morning. right? And so I mean, you could basically think one of two things. Okay, So you could think, right? Thank God it's morning, right? This is going to be an amazing day, right? Start speaking words of victory, words of triumph over your life for that day, right? Or you could think, oh, God, or good God, it's morning, right? Exactly. Slam on the snooze or whatever it is. Roll out of bed, right? Grab your coffee or whatever it is to wake yourself up, right? Like most Americans do. Most people are not excited to wake up in the morning. Who here, who here suffers from that from time to time? Everybody who's not is lying, right? <laughs> Most people, right, are not necessarily excited. It's kind of kind of nice to be sleeping at times. I'm like that too. I mean, I wake up 5:30, 6 o'clock, right, every morning. I'm I'm sometimes not excited to wake up that early, okay? But I know that if I can change my mindset right away, that that is going to play a key role in the quality of my day, right? So immediately, immediately when I when my eyes open or whatever it is, I'm declaring victory over my day, right? So immediately, I'm thanking God, and I'm doing it out loud, right? And the louder, actually, that we do it, when we shout it, when we shout it out, we start to really bring it into our body, right? We start to really start to uh, emanate it, right? And so it's called an incantation because we're incanting it. We're actually uh, speaking it loudly and, and using um, emotion and verbalizing it powerfully into our life. And it's an incredible thing that happens when we do that, right? And so let's all practice this real quick. You guys ready? All right. So it's not a sit-down workshop. Sorry. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody stand up, okay? You're going to look straight ahead, so not at your partner, because you're going to scream this nice and loud, okay? And what you're going to say, I'll I'll say it slowly first. You're going to say, thank God it's morning. This is going to be the best day of my life, okay? Ready? But you got to say it loud. Okay, ready? Shout it out. Thank Thank God it's morning. morning. This is going to be the best day of my life. Woo! All right. Give somebody a high five. All right. Awesome. There we go. Perfect. There we go. All right. That's right. So we want to do that. Great. So, 
This is part of our morning ritual, okay? So that's what we do. We start our day off with that. We spend time focusing on gratitude, what we're thankful for. Write down a list of things that you're thankful for. What are you grateful for? What kind of incredible things are coming up in your life that day, that very day? Don't think about what, you're, what you don't want to do, right? Because we all have things during the day that we don't want to do, right? Everybody has things they don't want to do that they don't like. You don't focus your energy on that. You focus your energy on what you want, what you're grateful for, what you're thankful for. This is one of the most powerful things you can do to prevent disease in your body. One of the absolutely most incredible things that you can do to prevent disease. All right? So all of these types of things. Then what we do, once we've gotten that out, right, kicked our, our mood up, take control of our mind, take control of our, our heart, right, where we're directing our thoughts, right, then we go right into this morning ritual. Okay, so... Morning ritual. Oh, first off, I want—I didn't want to actually read something out of this. This is kind of powerful. Um, so, this is uh, out of a great book, Supernatural Ways of Royalty. All right, and he talks about reacting to the past or responding to the vision. So, most of our thought processes are pattern thoughts because we're reacting to past experiences. And so, what he says in this is that our past will literally lock us into a prison if we let it to. Right? Who understands what I'm saying there? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So he says we break out of this, this prison by responding to the call of God in our lives and meditating on his vision for us. He says the word meditation is related to the word medicine. Right? In, a posi- in, a, in a good note, right? in a positive sense, meditation means to think in such a way as to make oneself healthy. Right? To literally start to see yourselves rebuilding. To see God creating this masterpiece because... Who would agree with me that God, when God made, it, made you, he didn't make trash, he made a masterpiece? Who would agree with me? Raise your hand. Right? Absolutely. And so it says, um, we, bec- we become the person he's called us to, to, called us to be when we meditate on the things of God and dream his dreams. The psalmist wrote, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Right? So delight ourselves in the Lord. Right? Not to just uh, put ourselves in front of him, but to delight in that opportunity. Um, Bill Johnson has a creative definition of desire. He breaks it down into two parts. D, meaning of, and sire, meaning to father. He says, when we delight ourselves in God, instead of hanging out in our past, we become the father, the sire of our dreams, right? So we start to actually take control, right? And start to lead them and manage them. Because who's ever been controlled by their own emotions or their own thoughts, right? All of us, right? I'm sure, right? If you have cravings, if you have any of those types of things, Right? If you react to circumstances, we've all been there, right? And our flesh wants to do that. It wants to lock us into this trap where, we, where we, we're stuck in that. But like they're saying here, when we take that time and really focus our thoughts, our energy, we actually take back control. We're able to manage our own thoughts, our own emotions, our, and be able to control that more effectively and direct it to where it needs to be to, to ultimately do what God called us to do. He says, he goes on, he says... <clears throat> When we dream with God, we become the masterpieces of his imagination, right? That God has a dream for our life. When we line up with that dream, when we're dreaming with him, we become the masterpiece. So that's a powerful, powerful way of looking at it. So that first thing in the morning, that, in my opinion, is the most critical time to really set all of that emotion, to create that momentum, to get that process started. And that's as powerful as any of the supplements, any of the things that I talk about is starting your day off with that. And you know what the, what's cool about it? 
didn't cost you a dime, did it? Right? Free, right? The most amazing thing. And so morning ritual. So first hour, you start out with four eight-ounce glasses of pure water, right, with fresh squeezed lemon, or, or you can use apple cider vinegar, okay? So the way that you can do that is this, is that um, for some of you guys, this might be a lot. Who thinks a 48-ounce glasses is going to be a lot, 32 ounces, right? So for some people, especially when they're starting this process, it could be, could be too much. You might feel nauseous when you're trying to drink that much, but you start with whatever you can. The goal of that is that you're, you're super hydrating your system. You're bringing lots and lots of water. For me, 48-ounce glasses is simple, right? I do that easy, like right away, right? So I'm just chugging water, right? Really super saturating all my cells because when we're sleeping, are we drinking? No, right? And so typically when I'm talking about saturating our cells with water, I'm telling you guys to drink like two to four ounces every 15 to 30 minutes, right? Or two to eight ounces every 15 to 30 minutes. And so you need to be constantly sipping water. We're not doing that at night. So we got to make up for it. That's number one. Number two is this, is that we actually want to really get the detoxification processes moving. Mm -hmm. So a key time, so our liver really gets heightened while, at night while we're sleeping. Our colon, the best time for our large intestine and our colon is, is, is really the hours between 6 and 9 a.m., right? That's when um, that's the best hours for it to really get the most movement um, the most work done during that period of time. So we want to be able to take everything that was in our liver that's now in our bloodstream, get that into the colon, get that out of our system. Water is going to play a key role. In fact, the lemon actually provides more vitamin C, helps alkalize your body, same thing with the apple cider vinegar, and helps stimulate your liver to detoxify more effectively. So you can put a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar or a little bit of lemon. Okay, we'll talk about some other things that you can do as we go on. Gratitude, so you just take the time to really focus on everything that you're grateful for, right? You want to see it, smell it, taste it, constantly focus on that. For me, that's my time. I'm doing my spinal exercises. Those of you guys that know those, the traction exercises, wearing my head weights, that time is, is centering, right? So I'm focusing on my central nerve system, the very center of my being, right? Making sure that the very system God put in my body to heal me is functioning at, at its highest level, then I'm resetting everything, but at the same time, I'm going to do the same thing with my mind, right? I'm going to focus and center my mind on what I want to achieve that day, the outcomes that I want to see, right? Um, you know, different lives that I want to be able to interact with, whatever it is, whatever God's uh, God got for me that day, I want to be able to center myself and be focused so I can be a pure vessel once the day starts, right? Completely pure, unadulterated, unfiltered vessel so there's no distractions and I'm 100% focused on what I need to do. And that's a great way of, of starting that. That morning ritual really gets you going, right? Who here has any sort of a morning ritual, right? Most people have a morning ritual. It might not be you know, quite as uh, focused and healthy as that, but most people have developed some sort of a ritual, so now we can start to modify that ritual and really uh, start providing the right things. So healthy relationships. So obviously I don't really need to go too much detail about this, but ultimately if we have a, a whole bunch of unhealthy relationships, again, that's a, that's a carcinogen, right? That's going to cause cancer as quickly as anything else. And so when you have unhealthy relationships, sometimes we can't get rid of them, right? Sometimes we can. Sometimes we can separate, you know, uh, whatever it is, right? If it's, you know, not somebody that's really close to us, we can kind of remove ourselves from them. And sometimes we have to do that. We've got to step away from negativity. Because ultimately, you're going to be, you're, you're, your mind is going to be influenced by the three people you spend the most time with, right? Who's ever heard that before? Some of you guys, right? And so if we're around a lot of negative people, it's really hard to be positive, isn't it? 
right? Because it's all we're around. So we've got to create a separation or a barrier or something like that from those people because ultimately they're carcinogens. They may not want to be, right? But that's what they are. And that's the reality of it. And unless they're willing to change their ways, right, then they're ultimately, unless they're willing to change and to be a healthy influence on you, then they're not worthy of being, ultimately, they're, they, they, haven't, they haven't earned the, the right to be um, influencing you, right? And so you got to be, be really careful with where you spend your time, your energy, things like that, and conversations that you get in. I mean, I know, I remember for years, I mean, I worked, when I was in high school, I worked uh, at, at a Publix, right? And, uh, you know, there's people that were there for years, and, and a common thing, and I know a lot of people in our community, a lot of people just in society, the way that they've known to make relationships is by complaining or doing something negative, isn't it? <laughs> right? You really think about it, guys. And, and I was really, uh, you know, God kind of gave me a vision of it years and years ago. I was about 19, 20 years old when I really started breaking away from that. Um, and he just showed me like a baby, like an infant, right? When an infant wants attention, what does it do? Right. Cries, right? That's what it does, right? When a little kid wants attention, cries, whines, does whatever. So it's a learned behavior. It's something that we learned early on. And an infant needs to because an infant's completely dependent upon other people to provide for their means. However, we learn that behavior and then it doesn't stop, especially when mom and dad can constantly give in, right? Then we create that pattern of behavior. So then as, as, as kids become teenagers, as they become adults, this ultimately all they want is love and attention, right? I mean, that's ultimately what we want in our life is love, attention, respect. We want to know that, that, um, that we did good, right? That we were successful in what we did. But the way most people are, are used to getting attention, right, is through whining and complaining. So they do the same thing as an adult, right? When, when people are complaining about different things, that's their attempt to get attention and energy, right? And, and for the most part, I would say probably about 99% of the time, it's not needed, right? You will barely ever hear me really ultimately complaining about anything because I know, I know that it's detrimental to my life, right? And the more energy I focus in that, that, that area, the further it takes me away from my goals, which one of my goals is 100 plus years, great and amazing life. And every single time I put energy into that, I'm stepping away from health, away from life, and moving towards death. So I refuse to do that. So, so if you want to whine and complain, I'm the wrong person, right? Wrong person to come to. Okay. So, that's crybabies, right? So we all are sometimes, aren't we? Right? We don't get what we want. We cry about it, don't we? So when I worked at Publix, they used to always call me up. Okay, so I was part-time. I was in my undergraduate studying uh, back in Florida. They used to all, I, I used to work in the evenings, and they used to always call me up whenever they had a, a, a challenging customer because I was pretty good at calming them down, I guess. And so they used to always call me up, but I realized early that I'm, I was like, you know what, I'm just like them. And when I don't get what I want, you know, there's times when I throw a fit, when I cry about it or whatever it is, right? I'm upset about it. And that's really all they are. And so, you know, I know as long as I can give them respect and attention, right, and energy, then they're going to be all right, regardless of what they, whether they get it or not. And more often than not, that happens. And so when we're dealing with people that are, that are accusing us or whatever, coming at us with that, I mean, that's how we neutralize it. We just give them the love, the energy, the attention, the respect, right, and try to diffuse that fire. And so scriptural verses, I mean, there are some amazing ones, but ultimately that's the key is we've got to fill our mind with healing, constantly surround ourselves with this. Probably one of the most important things you can do to prevent disease, to, um, to ultimately reach your God-given potential, is to constantly, constantly cover ourselves physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally with scripture, 
with the Word of God, with uh, just constant time in prayer and soaking, and constantly seeking out revelation in our life. And that's that's absolutely huge. So we ultimately can't do a workshop. I mean, we're going to get into nutrition, all the fun stuff that you guys want to hear, but we can't do that without uh, absolutely covering the basics and the essentials right here. All right. And so then also deep breathing, right? And so in the morning, great time to really oxygenate your system, right? Satish, you know all about this, right? Really oxygenate. Take those deep breaths, right? Really get that oxygen. First thing in the morning, air is the cleanest, right? And go outside, really take some deep breaths. Um, and at the same time, when I'm doing my posture exercises, I'm really also focusing on my breathing. Most people in society, are they breathing long and deep? No. no. We're breathing short, shallow breaths, right? Triggering that stress response. So we've got to take that time. This is a great thing to do throughout the day. Just take that time. Long, deep breaths. Why don't we all do that right here real quick? That just feels good, doesn't it? Just relaxes you, oxygenates you. So powerful thing. So then, this is what I do, morning exercise, right? Who works out in the morning? Who exercises in the morning? A lot of you guys do. It's the best time to work out, okay? So I always tell people the best time to work out is whenever you can get it in, right? Ultimately. But if you're really to do it, get the best results, bless you. Best results, you want to do it first thing in the morning, empty stomach, right? Just a well-hydrated system. So I'm well-hydrated. My mind is focused and centered, right? I go ahead, throw my iPod on. I'm listening to just inspiring things. Boom. I'm, I'm right in there working out, getting my workout in. Fortunately, right, you don't need to spend an hour. So a lot of times people think they can't work out in the morning because they got to spend an hour, right, in the gym with uh, spandex on, jumping around in a room, right? So some people have that idea. Fortunately, you don't have to do that. First off, nobody should be wearing really spandex. <laughs> Second thing is, great, great, this is a great thing, is that when you learn the type of exercise program that I teach, right, and, and we'll actually be doing a workshop, 21st Century Weight Loss. I'm actually talking to some gyms where we'll actually be doing a workshop, um, going out to a gym and doing a surge training workshop. I'll show you guys how to do that. Um, we're also going to do the, the uh, run-walk club on Saturday morning starting in May. So we'll look forward to that. Mm -hmm. um, and so not this coming Monday or Saturday or the one after. We'll probably start after, probably start after Memorial Day. Um, so great time. And I'll show you guys how to get in great shape in minutes a day. Like for me, my workout this morning, I was in the gym. It was 6.45. Okay, I warmed up for about five minutes, and I was doing an upper body day. And so then 10 minutes of really high-intensity exercise, 7 o'clock I was done, hit the shower, right? It's just like that, 15 minutes, right? Best shape of my life. I'm 6% body fat. I can lift more now than I could years ago when I would work out for an hour, right? I'm stronger. I'm more resilient. My body's in better shape from less exercise time but using the right intensity. So we'll teach you guys how to do that. But to start out, first thing in the morning. Is, is always going to be the best on a, on a well-hydrated, empty stomach. You're going to burn more fat more effectively that way. Um, oxygen, right? So the, both of these things help our body oxygenate more effectively. And, of course, we know um, from the previous workshops that, that we know that low-oxygen environments, acidic tissue, that's the cause, right? That's the cause of cancer. And ultimately, if we can reduce that, if we can oxygenate our system, we can prevent it. So how do we keep our body alkalized, right? So we want to make sure that um, one of the great things, and so this is something amazing that whether you have cancer or not, but definitely for sure if you have cancer, would be to juice vegetables as much as you possibly could, right? So two to three times daily, right? One of the powerful things that you can do, 
um, drink one glass of fresh squeezed lemon water every hour because that lemon water, again, what does it provide more of? Vitamin, vitamin C. C. Vitamin C is a very alkaline element, right? And it also helps detox your liver, helps provide antioxidants, right? It's amazing. Okay, um, we can use some good salts, right? So who knows the good salts? Himalayan sea salt, Redmond's real salt, actually powerful salts. Um, by the way, if you guys, nobody's been on my shopping tour because I show you all this kind of stuff. You haven't been on one. I'm actually doing one this Wednesday night. I don't see the sign up there, but I'm actually doing one this Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Um, she's got one. Okay. 7 p.m. this Wednesday night. Uh, so if you haven't signed up, you haven't done one like that, um, we'll be meeting in the cafe, 7 p.m. Wednesday night. It's going to be awesome. I'll show you all this kind of stuff. All right. And then, of course, 75% raw plant-based diet. Who here does that right now? Maybe a couple of you guys, right? It's hard. It's a hard thing to do especially if you're raised in our society, but it's something that we want to be moving towards. We want to be moving towards that. So what are some great vegetables that we can eat raw? Kale. Kale is a phenomenal one. Well, kale is a phenomenal one. Actually, with kale, what I would actually recommend, although you can eat raw, um, is actually for a lot of people, because of the thicker cellulose, is to steam it, right? To steam it or to marinate it. Who got the, uh, the newsletter this past week? I was talking about cruciferous vegetables, how powerful those are for you. Right, but we want to ultimately want to break break down some of the thick cellulose. Mm -hmm. Right, kale can be tough on your digestive system for many people. Same thing with broccoli. Right, who's eating broccoli and gets kind of some stomach issues? Yeah, I do too. So if we steam it, breaks down some of that. Okay, so you lightly steam it, break down some of that cellulose. We don't lose the nutrient value. So it's actually a great way to do it. You steam it. Yeah. So you just get just get a, about three um, minutes. That's it. Yeah. So he was saying about, about three, three minutes. minutes. I mean, what I do is just until it's tender enough to where you can get, you know, your fork in there. I think right? you get a bag full of this, right? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So kind of see how you want to do it, right? So you just want to make it sure it's tender enough to where you can get your fork in there a little bit. Okay. Um, so that's that's what we want to do. Some great vegetables that we can eat raw. Shout them out, guys. Avocado is actually a fruit, but that's great. Um, what else? Cucumbers, spinach, right? Celery. What else? Radishes. Bok choy. Bok choy is a really good one. What else? Red cabbage. We can can also be uh, cooked, but uh, it can also be steamed, but can be eaten raw. Yep, definitely. Great. So we got lots of good ones right there. Tomatoes, right? So tomatoes, of course, aren't actually a vegetable. Actually, a fruit, but definitely. So fruit, all fruit, can be eaten raw. Um, ideally, the low-sugar fruits are, are going to be better. So what's some low-sugar fruits? Blueberries. Berries, that's right. Blueberries, avocado, lemon. right, raspberries. What's that? Lemon. Lemon, yep. Lemon, grapefruit, right? So those are better fruits. Absolutely. Trace minerals. So we want to make sure that we've got a lot of good trace minerals. So at some level, most people are deficient in trace minerals. And so we provide those with the good salts, right? These good salts are loaded with the, with the minerals. Silica, which we can get in a number of different things, including the protein powders that, uh, that I'm going to demonstrate with. Kelp, who knows what kelp is? Seaweed, right? Seaweed. Yep, exactly. So kelp's powerful. Trace mineral drops that you can actually get. You can order that online. Right, powerful healing tool, trace mineral drops. Um, I also like this Bragg's sea kelp, along with all kinds of other spices in there. Makes it real simple. Um, all right, aloe vera. Who's ever used aloe vera before? Yeah. So aloe vera is a powerful cancer fighter, right? It's got these three ma major components that naturally destroy um, tumors, right? So naturally destroy cancer cells. 
So a powerful thing that you can do, you can put it on your skin, you can eat it, drink it, the aloe vera juice, a powerful natural cancer fighter, so really good stuff. And then we just want to keep on juicing, right? So again, making regular juices and kind of get a, get a juicer and get started, right? Just get started, even just trying one juice a day. It's a powerful, powerful effect on your body. So incredible stuff, carrots, cucumbers, celery, I mean, all this good stuff can be naturally uh, juiced and gives you incredible energy, incredible nutrient density without all of the, uh, without the, a challenge in your digestive system. Because when you eat a solid food meal, food meal, it's more challenging in your digestive system to break it down. So you use more energy in order to, in order to take out nutrients. When you do this, what's cool about it is that you actually don't use much energy, but you extract tons and tons of nutrients. So that's why juicing is so powerful, especially if you have cancer, right? So a lot of the, the, the information I'm giving you guys is just to prevent cancer naturally, but some of these things you absolutely need to be doing on a regular basis to ultimately, if you have cancer in your body or if you've had it in the past, to prevent it from coming back. One of those things is this just to make sure you're juicing as much as possible in the morning, at night, you know, wherever you can, wherever you can get it in. Okay, so definitely want to do that. We got juicing recipes that I'll send out, but some great things that you can put in your juices. Obviously, carrots are great. Um, they make a really good juice. Celery. Celery actually has, has a lot of silica in it. Same thing with cucumbers. Those are great for that mineral. Um, actually great for connective tissue, ligaments, muscles, joints, all that stuff. Celery and cucumbers, some of the best. Um, celery also has the right mineral balance to really powerfully help alkalize your system. This is a great thing to juice. Also, if you have high blood pressure, right, great thing to lower your blood pressure down with. So that's powerful. Um, dandelion, right, you can, you can take all kinds of different uh, um, detoxing herbs like dandelion, all kinds of stuff like that. So different herbs to load up on right here. Okay, so lots and lots of different herbs, right? So we got tons and tons of them. Almost every herb at some level has health benefit. Some are a little bit better than others. What are my favorites? Turmeric. What else? Ginger. Ginger. Cinnamon, right? So those are probably my three favorites. I like dill. Um, I like cloves. I like a lot of these different ones. Um, cumin, right? Cumin is great. So we get a lot of good ones. By the way, those of you guys, some of you guys might know, you guys are going to get a chance to try a shake tonight, right? It's the anti-cancer shake that we're going to do. Pretty soon, too. We're almost there. All right. So here's what we do. So we want to balance our meals, right? So when we do eat solid food meals, okay, which somebody with like a late stage cancer, I wouldn't recommend really more than one solid food meal a day. Somebody that's more of an earlier stages can eat a little bit more, but keep the meals small because we don't want to overburden our digestive system, right? That's, that's going to be absolutely key. And what we want to do is we want to make sure that we've got about 70 to 80% raw alkaline foods. So how would you do that? What would be like an example of um, a whole lot of raw alkaline foods in, in, in your meal plan? Good, good salad, right? So you get a nice big spinach salad, right? Who's ever seen the baby spinach? Who likes that? Baby spinach, right? Everybody. Every, I mean, we all need to be eating that on a regular basis. You get one of those big tubs. So you get a big bowl of spinach. You put on it. What do you put on? You can put on apple cider vinegar, maybe squeeze a lemon on there, right? You, could, you can kind of alternate those. You don't always have to be apple cider vinegar because lemon could be a great replacement for it. What kind of, what kind of oil? Olive oil. Olive oil, right? Very high alkalizing oil. We put on that olive oil on there. Exactly. We can put other nutrients in there, other powerful things. Absolutely. So all that stuff is, is, is key, right? 
We also put in load up with uh, with all kinds of minerals, right, and all kinds of nutrients, um, all kinds of herbs, right. So we can put all kinds of stuff on there: oregano, right, dill, all these high alkaline, um, powerful herbs that we can put right in there. What's that? Rags aminos, you can use. Yeah, you can put that in there. Um, not as alkaline, right? Unfortunately, but. Um, does provide some amino acids there. So he's asking about the Bragg's liquid aminos, right? So fermented soy that you can actually put on there. Uh, personally, I don't use it, but you definitely can. Um, then we can handle some acidic foods, right? So what would be an example of a healthier, healthier um, acidic food? Soup or something. Right, so like chicken, like what kind of chicken? Processed chicken or free-range chicken, right? Absolutely. Yep, exactly. So grass-fed beef or bison or lamb or something like that. Or you could try like brown rice and smothering it in turmeric, right? Now, ideally, I would recommend the healing diet as much as possible. One of the principles of the healing diet is what do we do with the grains? We actually take them out, right? So take out the grains with the healing diet because that raises what hormone? When we eat grains, what hormone goes up? Insulin, Insulin, right? And so insulin is your fat storage, pro-inflammatory hormone, we want to decrease inflammation so we take the grains out, right? So if you're on a healing diet, that would be the way. Okay, but I have, with a cancer patient in the past, the guy got pretty quick, amazing results. The one meal I had him doing was um, brown rice. This guy was like six weeks to live, right? Brown rice, tons of vegetables, as much turmeric as his wife could get in there, right? So literally like yellow Orange rice, right? <laughs> Not brown rice, orange rice, right? So as much of that stuff, all kinds of herbs in there. That was his one solid food meal that he was doing for several weeks. Everything else was just juicing, right? And he actually did uh, amazingly well with that. So that's great. So one solid food meal, this would be an example. So you take like brown rice, steamed veggies, um, two tablespoons of oregano. So you could be steamed or raw veggies, right? You get all of these herbs, two tablespoons of turmeric, Seek help, right? Which is which is loaded with chlorophyll. Right? We talked about chlorophyll last week. Right? One of the powerful detoxifiers. Also iodine. Two tablespoons of rosemary. Another powerful anti-inflammatory, loaded with ursolic acid, a natural component that will destroy uh, cancer. Apple cider vinegar in there. Who's ever had rice with apple cider vinegar in it? Never. Oh, anybody ever had that? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it actually absolutely transforms the rice. Uh, it's actually, beware though, it's kind of addicting, right? When you do that, it's, I mean, honestly, it tastes so good when you do that. It's, it's unbelievable. Put a little bit of olive oil and then other herbs as desired. So you can put in a ton of other things as well. Ginger, I mean, all kinds of stuff, right? So you could do that or you could do steamed veggies or raw veggies or you could do eggs and free-range meat, right? So a piece of steak, eggs, things like that. All those things are good, right? And just continue to use all the good herbs. Makes sense, right? Yeah. And so this would be you know, a great type of meal for anybody. If you're really trying to lose weight, trying to really prevent disease in your body, as much as possible, I would recommend reducing or using just a minimal amount of rice. Okay, Even though rice is a better grain, definitely a better grain, if you're trying to uh, uh, lower your cholesterol, lower your blood pressure, lose weight quickly, I would recommend the healing diet taking that out. Okay, If you if, if you're feel like you're fit, right, you're doing good, Okay, then we can handle some grains. That's called our core plan, our core diet, right? Um, just our, our core general lifestyle. Then you can handle grains, and one of the best grains is brown rice. Can so you use some bean instead of rice? 
You can use beans, but beans, again, are starchy. So oh, that's okay. the thing about it. They are kind of starchy. Okay, so snacks. This is what your snacks look like right here. So celery. Who likes to snack on celery, right? I mean, it just provides that natural hydration, the minerals, all kinds of good stuff. Cucumbers. Who likes cucumbers? Yep, amazing stuff. Carrots, bok choy, right? So things like this. I mean, just great stuff that you could chew on during the day, right? So you want that oral gratification? Grab something like this and just start chewing on that. You can put it, if you wanted to, like cucumbers, you can dice them, put a little apple cider vinegar or squeeze a lemon on there, a little bit of good herbs, right? It's amazing, really good. Low calories, so it's easy on our digestive system, very alkalizing and very hydrating, so it provides a powerful effect. Coconut oil miracle, right? So we know that coconut oil is one of the best things you can put in your system. Absolutely incredible superfoods. So we definitely want to utilize that. And guys, here it is. The moment you've been waiting for right here. The anti-cancer shake that we're going to do right here. Okay, so this is what we're going to use. So, Deborah, do you mind just popping a light on? Right, I'm going to make this shake for you guys here real quick. All right. Okay, so here we go. She's going to turn that light on. So, what do I have right here? Frozen blueberries. Why do I, eat, why do I get them frozen? For a couple reasons. Number one is that they're cool. Who likes their shakes cold? Right? Most people do. Number two is when you're getting frozen fruit and vegetables, not really a problem because they freeze it at the peak of ripeness. So that's a good aspect of it. You don't want to get canned, but frozen would be all right. All right? So we're going to get all this in here. All right. And Jamal, I probably will need your help, somebody to, to help pass this out once we get going here. All right. So we're going to load up. We're going to put a bunch of berries in there. What do I have right here? I got coconut milk. Now, I could use coconut milk in a can, right? Who's ever used coconut milk in a can before? Right? It's good stuff. Definitely good stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it makes it thicker. So it's really nice as far as that goes. Makes it nice and thick. However, if you're feeding, um, I don't know how many people are in here, 35 or whatever. If you're feeding that many people... It's a little bit easier. You don't have to make as many shakes or open as many cans to do it with this, right? So we're going to load up because I want to make this really good for you guys. By the way, blueberries, very high in proanthocyanins, right? And so one of, the, one of the best antioxidants for fighting cancer. We talked about that last week. All right. Blueberries, I mean, ideally everything organic, but blueberries are, are low pesticides. So, yep, so they can be, not be organic. All right. So, we loaded that up. All right, now we're going to go ahead, we're going to load up on our coconut milk. So, we're going to get a lot of that in there. This is going to be a nice big shake. All right. Now, you got a couple different options. So, who here uses the Fit365 protein powder? Some of you guys, one of the best that I've seen. I'm looking at some different things. So one of my colleagues, um, his name is Dr. Mercola. Who's ever heard of him before, right? And so I work with him and his line. And uh, so they sent me these right here, okay? Gave me a good deal, so we'll sell some of these out of our office here pretty soon as well. I want, I want you guys to give me some feedback on it, okay? Um, what I've noticed is not quite as sweet Although it's a great grass-fed whey protein, non-denatured, so very high, raises your glutathione levels. So glutathione goes up, so it's incredible. 
Um, a lot of good benefits to this. Although personally at this point, I still think Fit365 is a little bit better, but this is a little bit cheaper. It's a little bit more affordable, so we'll put that up there and uh, let me know what you guys think. So we got vanilla flavor. So we're gonna put, a, ultimately all you'd need is, is one scoop of this, but since we, we got a lot of mouths to feed here, we're gonna put a couple of them in. Yep. Yep, you, you still should be, if you're, are you lactose intolerant? Is that? So most people are allergic to processed dairy products, but not to um, non-processed dairy products. Right here, so I'll, I'll be talking about this. Most of the time it's to processed dairy products, and it's to the, the whole pasteurization, homogenization process. When we extract this, the non-denatured whey, you should have no problem with it. Okay, if for some reason you do, a good alternative would be a hemp protein. So you can get hemp, hemp protein, plant-based protein, very hypoallergenic. So that's a good one. Uh, pea protein, brown rice. Yep, yep, exactly. So that's a good way of going about it. Okay, so we're just gonna put a little bit of, of pumpkin seed butter in here. One scoop of this is 17 grams right here. Okay, and a typical meal. That's a great question. Typical meal, you're really looking for about between 15 and 25 grams of protein, depending on your size. We don't want this. There's this huge fad about eating all this protein. Really not a good thing, because protein will do two things. It will, it will stress your kidneys, because you get a nitrate that your body, a nitrogen molecule, your body's got to excrete and make urea out of. So stress your kidneys. Number two is this, is that when you have extra protein that your body's not using, it's going to break it down into... What do you think, sugar or fat? It's actually sugar, right? So insulin goes up, right? So when you break it down to sugar, insulin goes up. That's your pro-inflammatory fat-storing hormone. So if we eat a high-protein diet, it can actually cause more fat gain and teach our body to, to utilize protein or amino acids as a preferred fuel. So if that's the case, then at night when we're sleeping, we'll actually start to break into our own natural stores. So we definitely don't want to do that. So this is what we've got going on so far. We got our protein powder in there. What else can we put in there? Let's see, we got some herbs, and we'll put a scoop of coconut oil, right? So what are some good things about coconut oil? Yeah, everything, right? It's phenomenal oil. So we'll put a good scoop in there. Lauric acid, really good for our immune system. Powerful for our immune system right here. Also, one of the best, one of the best foods for your metabolism helping your body burn fat more effectively. Who here wants to burn fat more effectively, <coughs> right? So what's one of the key things you want to put in your diet? Coconut oil, right? All right, so we got that in there. So for our greens, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put greens powder. So with this, we've got all those cruciferous vegetables, right? We've got all kinds of good stuff. So we're gonna put a scoop of that in there because we gotta get our, our cancer, cancer fighting, our, our chlorophyll, our alkalizing foods in there, so. Good, we got a couple scoops of that. We've got some herbs right here. So what's this one right here? Ginger. Ginger contains gingerols, right? Very, very powerful at decreasing inflammation in your system. One of God's superfoods that he put on the planet. However, when you're putting it in shakes, you gotta be careful, right? Because if you put too much, what happens? Yeah, it, blow, it like kind of like explodes on you in your mouth, right? So, yeah, be careful with that. How about this one right here? Turmeric. 
That's right, turmeric again, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory cancer-fighting nutrients that you could possibly put in your system. So because of that, we're just going to put a lot in our system, right? All right, good. good. All right, don't worry, guys. It's going to come out okay. All right, what do we got right here? Cinnamon. Cinnamon, that's right. Yeah, we got a bunch of cinnamon. We could literally put oh. the whole thing in there. Right. So, we got our cinnamon in there. Okay, so we're going to start this blender up. Put in a couple other things. Okay, so we talked about that. Yep, we'll definitely get. So you guys are calling the fish oil already. So good. So you guys know we've got fish oil right here, and I've got my vitamin D fish oil. Okay. Now typically we're going to need a little bit more vitamin D for our anti-cancer uh, program, right? In fact, I've got a whole protocol written up that you guys will get an email, right? And ideally, we want to get our vitamin D levels checked. Okay. And then from there, we can really figure out exactly how much we need. But what we're going to settle for today is our omega-3D right here. And so powerful omega-3 fats. Why do we put this in afterwards? That's right. So it doesn't damage. So we're just going to load it up. Okay. So that's right. So it doesn't damage the fats because these fats are so fragile. That's why they have it in a dark glass because they're so fragile. We don't want them to get denatured. So we put that in right at the end. What else can we put in there? Yeah, we can put an egg. Anybody here not, not do eggs? Some people, you don't do eggs? Okay, we'll save the egg today, okay? So we won't do that, um, but we could. We could definitely put egg in there. Powerful, powerful thing. Right here, we've got hemp oil, okay? So powerful, loaded with uh, GLA, gamma linoleic acid. So really good stuff. So this is optional. You can make this shake with just a few things, like I have written right on that, that uh, paper. But the hemp oil is nice, nice little addition. So we'll get some of that good oil. Nice amber oil. By the way, the pumpkin seed butter, right? Or I could have put pumpkin seeds in there. Why did I do that? What's that high in? Zinc. Zinc, very high in zinc, exactly. So very high in zinc. I don't have any, I uh, forgot to get Brazil nuts, right? But why would I why would I be interested in putting Brazil nuts into this shake? Selenium. Selenium is a powerful tool in the anti-cancer program. Nothing has more selenium in it than Brazil nuts. So very powerful. This is essential oil of clove right here. So clove is actually number one on the antioxidant list. So more antioxidants in this per volume than anything else. So we've got it actually concentrated in this oil. Very powerful. So we're going to put a little bit of that in there. All right, so more antioxidants to fight off the oxidative stress. All right, we've also got 
alpha lipoic acid, right? So we've got alpha lipoic acid. We've got a couple capsules here. Let's see. We should be able to actually peel these capsules off. Yep. There we go. So we got, we're actually peeling the capsules, and we're pouring that alpha lipoic acid in there. So this is, one of the, again, a very, very, very powerful antioxidant. Who was here last week? We talked all about alpha lipoic acid for a little bit, right? So we're going to. It's an antioxidant, one of the most powerful antioxidants you can put into your system. So we're going to use three capsules today. So each one of these capsules is 200 milligrams. And you guys are going to see, in the, if, if you're recovering from cancer, 200 milligrams um, per meal is actually really good. If you are trying to fight more of an end stage or, or uh, you're in the middle of a battle with cancer, okay, then you're going to want more. And you'll see on the protocol more like 400 and 600. Okay. We just put three in there. This is alpha lipoic acid. Yep. Okay. So we got that in there. We got to get our vitamin C too. So with this vitamin C, a half a teaspoon is equal to one gram of vitamin C. Okay. And it's from all natural sources, right? So uh, basically lemon, orange, elderberry. I mean, they've got all kinds of antioxidants in this. This is one of the top brands right here, Super C Buffered Vitamin C Powder. So we know that, we know that for example, just our maintenance dose that we want to be taking five or six times a day, anybody with cancer, and I, I talked about this last week, I'm kind of going into a little bit more, would be about two grams per meal, so five or six times, getting it up to at least minimum 10, 10 grams, right? Now, if we are later stage disease, then we want more, right? So we want about four grams each time. We want to get about 10, I'm sorry, about 20 grams altogether throughout the day. Right, if we're in a later stage. Now, your bowel, theoretically, can your body can really only handle about three grams at a time. What we want to do is we want to maximize the, the load that our body can handle with the vitamin C. So you might at first, as your body's adapting, have a little bit of diarrhea with that, but that's key with, with fighting cancer is load up with the antioxidants. Vitamin C is one of the most critical ones. Okay, number of reasons why. So, we're gonna put a ton of this stuff in here. Who likes our vitamin C? All right. We got a bunch of it in there. So we got all of that in there. Now we're going to go ahead. This thing's coming out. It's like chocolate. It's unbelievable. <laughs> all right. So we're going to start this out nice and light. sweeten this up possibly a little bit okay actually let me try it real quick give this a shot here are my cups all right so who wants to help uh pour and pass this around I mean, I'll, I'll try it first here 
This is like a chocolate berry shake. Man, that's great. Tastes a little bit different than my usual shakes. Pull a little bit of this in here. All right. We'll get a little bit of that in there. Let's see what happens here. Oh, it's going to be great. Taste that vitamin C in there. <laughs> what we're going to do? Top it off with this. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. This is great. guys ready for this? Oh yeah, I think it's good now. Man, that's, that's awesome. All right. All right, go for it. Who would have thought that vitamin C was that strong? All right. Jamal is going to be passing that around so you guys will all get a chance to try that. That's good. That vitamin C is strong though. You'll taste it. All right. So I just want somebody to go ahead, um, Deborah or Melody, you can go ahead and just hit the lights back there. We'll go back into this. All right. So like I said, here are your essential things. I mean, anybody can put the herbs in there, the coconut milk, right? For protein, you can use the eggs. Or, um, or else you could actually use uh, like the hemp protein, like we talked about. Hemp protein is a great source because um, you can actually get the ground seeds, hemp protein seed, where it's actually a protein powder, so it's good. All right, um, and then there are a lot of optional things. Like I was throwing in different optional things. I could have also put aloe vera in there, right? I mean, I could have put in um, Brazil nuts, like we talked about, all kinds of stuff, right? So um, I, I really didn't put a whole lot of stuff in there. So. That's how we want to do that. Everybody's coughing it up. It's not quite the same shakes, right? So you guys got to come for the big brain workshop. The big brain shake is the best, right? The anti-cancer, we kind of messed around with some new things. All right. So just be careful. That vitamin C is really strong. So be careful with that. So here are some of the supplements that I would recommend. Now, for everybody, I have my, my essential three. And so my essential three is for supplements, probiotics, right? Who here takes probiotics? I think that's something that really everybody <laughs> in society should be taking. Um, I know I've seen huge results with that. Definitely a key thing. We talked about that last time. Um, fish oil, right, or krill oil um, is an amazing thing, by the way. At the end, we're going to have an opportunity, if anybody wants one, to get 
uh, a little sample of omega-3 oil, okay? Um, and then also either your greens powder or your juice plus. Who here takes juice plus? Some of you guys do that. Juice plus, phenomenal <coughs> supplement, really good stuff, all your vegetables right there in one. Or you can use uh, the greens powders like I did, greens capsules, something like that. Those are your essential three. After that, everything else is kind of additional. Somebody with cancer, I would definitely recommend digestive enzymes before any meal, right? Before any solid food meal, so that way they can use less energy while they're digesting it. Um, and then vitamin D as needed, right? So that's kind of one of those supplements where we have to have our vitamin D levels, and I'll talk about that with the next slide. There's some other good ones. So like Dr. Mercola's immune support has a lot of good herbs in there, vitamin C, uh, all kinds of good stuff in there. So this is a good kind of a, just a daily type thing if you wanted to use that to keep that immune system elevated. Coenzyme Q10 is, a, is another powerful um, antioxidant that's within our cells that's really good. I'm um, doing detoxes. We talked about the vitamin C, the alpha lipoic acid, selenium, magnesium. So those are all kind of our, our cancer program. And you guys will get the protocol later. Vitamin D levels, when we're looking at that, what we really want is our vitamin D to be between 70. Ideally, even though I have this chart, new research really is saying really between about 70 to 100 nanograms per milliliter for anybody, right? Whether you have cancer or not, that's where we want it. Okay, about 70 nanograms per milliliter. Be careful of that vitamin C, like I said, with your uh, chocolate shake there. How is it, by the way, guys? Once you get over, once you get over that tang of the vitamin of the vitamin C, right? And you're good to go. By the way, you know you're taking in tons of antioxidants. So as you're choking on the vitamin C, just know that your body is destroying cancer cells. So there you go. All right. And then obviously, you know, all of this is is for naught if we really don't take care of the very system that that heals our body. And so. What did God create to, to do all healing in our body? Brain, spinal cord, nerve system, right? It absolutely controls all function, all life, and all healing in our body, and it has to flow down there. If we cut the nerve to the heart, what happens to it? it dies immediately, absolutely. Instead of cutting that nerve, let's just say I put my finger right here, pinch that nerve. What happens to the heart? What starts happening? Doesn't function good, right? Abnormal cells build up right? Abnormal cells build up in that heart, right? That's an absolute, right? That's not a belief or anything. That's an absolute fact. If we put pressure on that nerve, abnormal cells start to build up. So let's say we put, if there was pressure on the nerve going out to the, going out to the pancreas, what organ is going to eventually shut down? Pancreas. If it was going out to the colon, what organ is going to shut down? Colon. If it's going out to the heart, what organ is going to shut down? The heart. So ultimately, more than anything, I mean, obviously we've got to have the right nutrition program, but we have to see how well our organs are functioning and healing and making sure that they're, they're healing the way that they should. So the way that we do that is with these scans. These nerve scans will let us know exactly what's going on in all the major areas of your body, how well your body is healing, how well it's destroying cancer cells, how well it's functioning, right? So right there in the moment, when we see a scan like this right here with reds, blacks, blue, blue bars, what do we know is happening at the organ level? It's suffering, exactly. So what kind of cells are forming, normal or abnormal? Abnormal, we'll get massive amounts of abnormal cells. If we do nothing about that, somebody comes in, we do nothing about that scan, would it ever correct itself? You can't, right? So it's only going to get worse over time, right? So more and more and more abnormal cells, 
So we got to ask ourselves, when's going to be the time, right? When are we actually going to take action, get these problems corrected, allow our body to heal the way that it should? And so ultimately, this is our focus in the office whenever we're, we're, we're taking care of people is to help their body heal the way that it was supposed to, the way that God intended for it, by clearing these scans. That's how we objectively can measure how well an individual is healing, how well their body is functioning, how well they're developing. And so we're going to come right over here. The other way is the x-ray, right? So we know we have this perfect natural curve. We know that that life, that healing, that power that God put in us is able to flow freely through the spinal cord, getting out to all those organs, able to heal them, to restore them to life and to health. So this right here is ideally, this is where we want to be right here. We want to constantly be working towards that because that's a perfectly clear nerve system setting that power and that healing. When you lose a curve in your neck, what does it do to the spinal cord? Stretches it, exactly. When it stretches that spinal cord, what do you think that means to the organs? Yeah, they're less, less energy, so they're less what? Healing, right? Remember the definition of healing, or I'm sorry, definition of health is when our body is functioning and healing at what percent? 100%, right? And so if your spinal cord is getting stretched, do you think that you would have a chance to heal at 100%? No. So then what's going to develop in your, in your organs? Abnormal cells, right? You get enough abnormal cells, what diagnosis do we put on that? Oftentimes it's cancer, right? Or something else, heart disease, whatever it is. Here's the problem. This right here, 92% of the time, phase one decay is asymptomatic. We don't feel it, right? No strain in our neck or whatever it is. We don't feel it typically. Why? Because only 6% of the nerves actually coordinate pain. So most people wait until they have massive decay, phase two, where they actually lose disc space and they get bone spurs before they actually ever, ever do anything about it, right? When they come in in that, in that position, there's massive degeneration right already there. What we can do is we've got to just keep the life on, right? Just keep life and healing in those areas so that way the body can heal. But ultimately, we want to catch it early, prevent it so the body can heal. Out of these two people, who's going to get cancer first? One on the right, who's going to get heart disease first? One on the right. Let's say if this person right here is drinking shakes like this every day, this person's not. Who's still going to get cancer first? Do you guys see that? Because this person, they can't heal the way they should. The power, the coordination of every single cell in their body that should be coming from their brain down through the spinal cord and over those nerves is coming abnormally. They're getting slurred message, right? And so because of that, the body is not healing the way that it should. Abnormal cells are going to build. However, if we can correct that, get the body to heal, then we start to, to highlight it. We start to really um, surround it with the nutrients, the environment that it needs. Now we've got an incredible healing force that, that's going to do amazing things. It's going to destroy cells, give you the best possibility, the best chance of living 100, 120 years, great and amazing life. Because who here would like to be 100 years old, have incredible energy, be able to run down the road, be able to lift your great-grandchildren over your head, do whatever it is you want to do. Who wants that? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Who's got the best chance of doing that? This person right here, absolutely. And so what we're going to do, if you're a guest here, if you've never had your nerve system checked, that's, for me, that's one of the, the, the best things I could possibly do for anybody is to offer this gift, to give you an opportunity to get your nerve system checked. We actually open our office up. It's usually $250 for an x-ray, for, for nerve scans, for, for my time to do all this stuff. As a guest here, we offer that to you. No charge. Charmaine's going around. She's actually got a list. So if you want to schedule that appointment, we're doing that for this week. So make sure that you get scheduled for this week, okay, so you can get that all set. We can really see how your body's healing.
Okay, Who, who's back there? They can hit this back light too. Okay, so Charmaine, go, go, you can go ahead and go around and, uh, and get all of those, everybody that wants to schedule one of those. Okay, and then on top of that, we've got to maximize our detox pathways. So the first way we start with that is what I just talked about, making sure that that nerve system is healthy is going to stimulate the liver, stimulate all the major organs to be able to detox more effectively. Second thing that we're going to do, and basically it's the whole process we've been talking about, making sure that we're deep breathing. So this is how our body detoxes. It goes through these different pathways. Breathing, sweating, right? So we definitely have to be sweating, right, in order to do that. What's the best way to, to get to start sweating? Exercise, right? Getting our body exercising. We're going to start to sweat out some of those toxins. Breathing, when we're respiring, right, particularly long, deep breaths, we're getting out more toxins, so it's powerful. Urinating, right? So obviously lots and lots of water in our system the more we urinate. So I drink probably a gallon and a half, maybe two gallons of water daily, right? And so I'm running to the bathroom all the time. When I, when I get people start drinking water, for, what, do they, what do they tell me? I go to the bathroom too much. They think they're going too much to go every hour. That's normal. That's what we should be doing. We should be going to the bathroom every hour while we're, while we're alive and awake, right? Absolutely. Fecal excrement, so we've got to make sure that we're moving our bowels. What's normal for, for a day as far as moving your bowels? What do you think? Yeah. I would say two to four times a day, right? Absolutely. So if you are not moving your bowels between two and four times a day, that's abnormal. That means that toxins are building up in your system, right? So we've got to make sure that that's taking place. Um, fecal, right? So then finally, cellular flushing. So we got to make sure we're flushing ourselves properly. Part of that is increasing our natural, our body's natural cancer fighters, our natural um, detoxifiers, glutathione, um, which is inside of our cells. Right? We use the whey protein. We use different things like that. Coenzyme Q10 helps with that process. You can also use um, different cleanses, like raw cleanse right here that we have over here. It's good for this because it actually has glutathione in it. it has a milk thistle. Anybody heard of milk thistle? So another great herb. That, um, that helps your liver detox. Uh, what else do we have in there? We've got um, um, N-acetylcysteine, which is another, another component that helps the, the natural cellular flushing process. So um, superoxide dismutase is another one. So we got a lot of these good ones that really help that process. All right, do you have a question real quick? Yeah, sauna is good, the infrared sauna. Yeah, it is good. Make sure you're just well hydrated, right? That's going to be the, the key. Make sure that you're really well hydrated so you are sweating out toxins, not dehydrating your system. But, yep, definitely a good thing. And so <laughs> this is a critical step right here. Absolutely need to make sure that we are peeing our way to health, right? So in two weeks from today, I will be doing a workshop on how to super hydrate and alkalize your system. We're going to be talking a lot more about this, okay? But this is the basic principle. We've got to get rid of those toxins, right? And so we're going to get rid of those toxins by urinating, by sweating them out, by all those things. And so super hydration, this is the way it looks, right? So we want to wake up, constantly be drinking water throughout the day, and I'm going to be talking a lot more about this at the hydration workshop. So um, this right here gives you a, a good example of how you would drink, how you would get easily a gallon of water, right, 128 ounces of water into your system daily, right? Spacing it between meals, not drinking with meals, 
right? The spacing in between. Um, and then colon cleansing, right? We've got to make sure if we've got massive amounts of excrement in our colon, it's going to cause problems. Um, so John Wayne, they said he died with 46 pounds of excrement in his system, right? I mean, this, is, this is what happens. So you've got to make sure that that colon is moving effectively. Here's a couple different ways. Obviously, the, 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 the flush with the water first thing in the morning. This is a big issue I used to have. I used to really have a lot of digestive issues. Took gluten out of my diet. Um, made sure I was drinking lots of water, particularly flushing in the mornings. Um, and it's amazing. You know? and so uh, uh, definitely helps, helps mobilize the bowels. You can also use, if you're really having trouble with this, um, magnesium citrate, which will relax the muscles and will allow the, the, the bowel to actually cleanse itself and so to open up for, for things to, to flow out. Um, daily enemas, anybody here do enemas? Right, so enemas are phenomenal. I used to do them. I haven't done them in a while, but probably should. Daily enemas are, are phenomenal at just cleaning out the system. A lot of doc, uh, cancer doctors, they swear by these, really keeping the body cleansed by uh, cleansing out the bottom of the colon. Okay, regular support, so just recommended diet, super hydrating on a regular basis, and probiotics, right? Making sure that the good bacteria is in there, right? Being able to support that. And then ultimately also making sure that the nerve supply is able to get out to the colon, right? So a gentleman I was on the plane with, um, I was sitting right next to Charmaine and I, he was telling me about his degenerated hips, right? And he'd gone to all these doctors, right? One of, and, and also um, his sphincter wasn't, working very well. It was actually completely numb, right? So he had issues moving his bowel. They actually had to, had to put in, and he had pain in his hips, right, and in his pelvis region. So they actually inserted something in there, right? Um, they actually inserted uh, a little uh, box in there to basically electrocute his nerve fibers, so that way it would, it would uh, reduce pain, right? Because motion reduces pain. So it's kind of like a TENS unit inserted inside of his body but his colon wasn't functioning. And he said all the problems were on the left side, right? He also, they had, to, they had to take out the testicle on his left testicle, right? So he took out his left testicle as well, right? And he was sitting there talking to me because, uh, you know, Charmaine told him I was a doctor, so obviously he was talking to me about this stuff. And, uh, yeah, so, anyway, so he's telling me about his hip. Ah, no big deal, I like to help people, so he's a nice guy. So he's telling me about his hip. Right, and I was telling him, I'm like, I'm concerned about the nerves going everywhere else. I'm like, how's your colon doing? How's your, how's your prostate? Right, and he starts telling me, he's like, yeah, my sphincter doesn't work, and um, they had to take out a testicle. Right, well, we obviously know that we understand the nerve system. Those same nerves that were giving him the issues right down here that the doctors never addressed, because again, they don't do that. Right, all they do is surgery and drugs. Right, so what they did was they cut him open and inserted a, uh, a little tens unit in there to uh, to kind of sedate him. Right, on a regular basis. He said it saved his life, right? Thank God, took him out of the pain. The reality was that the nerve going out to the testicle was completely shut down, so he lost his testicle, right? A lot of his sphincter, right? So here's a guy, I mean, living his life, never got that answer, right? Never, nobody ever told him about the nerve supply. So we definitely have to do these kinds of things, right, to make sure we have a healthy colon, but more than anything, you've got to make sure that there's no pressure on the nerves going out there so it can heal right, so it can function the way that it should. And so, by the way, anybody with, if you have chronic lower back pain, chronic, yeah, this is a good joke too, I missed it. Chronic lower back pain, guys, is a warning sign that colon, prostate, if you're a male, or the ovaries, uterus, that those, ish, those organs, if you already have chronic pain in your back, 
I mean, that's late stage. That's what that tells me. That's late stage. That tells me that those organs are definitely malfunctioning. So if it's chronic, chronic pain, I mean, that's a late stage warning sign. So we definitely want to address it. So here's our joke right here. So a lot of people, obviously, we have a, an epidemic, a constipation in our society, right? So we definitely want to make sure that we're moving our bowels, you know, effectively. Saltwater flush is a powerful way to, uh, to really move our bowels effectively. We use that, that quart of water, right? We put in two-level teaspoons, right? So a lot, of, a lot of salt, okay? And you could even use a smaller amount of water to suck down the salt practically and then super hydrate right after. And it's too much. You basically make um, a solution that is more concentrated than, than seawater, and your body can't handle it. So it goes right through our system, right into our colon, and will actually just almost spray down almost like a, an, an enema from the inside, right? So just kind of spray down our colon, really take stuff, crud off the walls, and pull it out. Something you could actually do every single day. Right? I could, could, I just yeah. it is kind of hard to swallow, and then you just follow it up with as much water as possible. It's strong. You actually get more used to it as you get going with it, though. Just make sure, make sure that you give yourself time, like an hour, hour and a half. So that way, you got time to really move things out, right? You're gonna need that, right? You don't want to like do that and then immediately go work out or immediately go go to the office because, uh, yeah. It's not going to work good. So daily detox. So these are some things that you can do daily. Um, you don't want to give yourself a minimum of about 12 hours between meals overnight. We talked about this last week. right? So if you eat dinner at 6 o'clock, then you wouldn't want to eat solid food until about 6 p.m. the next day. right? So that way, eight hour, or I'm sorry, four hours for your digestive system to process the food, about another eight hours for your liver to run through a full entire detox cycle. This is a powerful way of doing it. It's giving yourself at least 12 hours, right, um, in order to do that. And then you can also take the salts, use the lemon, use different herbs so you can make teas, right, in the morning or, or lemon water or whatever it is to help stimulate more toxins to flow out of your liver. Lemon water at night, too. More toxins to flow out of your liver. This is powerful. Okay, the raw cleanse is a good product right here. Um, so if you want to do a cleanse, a very gentle cleanse, you don't have to. A lot of people ask me these questions about it all the time. They're, they think they can't eat food. You can you definitely eat food with this. It's not a cleanse that's going to send you to the bathroom left and right, right? So it's it's a gentle cleanse, something easy that you can do, stimulate your liver, start to, to remove the toxins. And what I would recommend to everybody is that you take one day a week, right, and you give yourself at least one day a week and maybe uh, just juice for dinner, right? Just uh, do a vegetable juice or something like that. Give yourself a little bit more time where you're healing, right? Where your body is healing and, and detoxifying, and that would be great. It's not an essential product, but it's you know it's a nice thing that you can do, kind of speed up that process of detoxing, getting things out of your liver, and really allowing your body to heal more effectively. It's not essential, but it's a nice product to use. Okay, and then um, is Mike in here? No, he's not. There he is. I thought I thought I heard you laughing earlier. So Mike's in the back. We were talking about this today, weren't we? Cell phones, right? Yeah. So had a lady came in. I had a lady was going to adjust her. She had her cell phone, right? She's texting or whatever it is. So those of you guys that are patient, this is a new rule. It's actually an old rule, but it's it's a new rule that I'm enforcing. No cell phones on the table, right? We're trying to create a healing environment. Cell phones are extremely dangerous. I talked about this a little bit last week. Extremely dangerous, right, for our bodies. That's why I mean it's one of the things that. 
where, um, in fact, a lot of scientists and researchers, they're saying they're the new cigarettes, right? So cigarettes, they used to, I mean, doctors used to approve cigarettes, right? Back in the 40s, 30s, when it was a doctor-approved cigarettes, now everybody knows that cigarettes are toxic. You don't want to be around somebody that's smoking. You don't want to smoke yourself. Cell phones are saying they're the new cigarette. And so we've all got them. We're all using them, but they're toxic for us. And so we want to minimize that exposure as much as possible. And you can just look at this right here. So it's just heating up that entire area. Just, um, I mean, it's just toxic for our system, causing all kinds of abnormal cells, massive amounts of free radical stress. So my recommendations on the cell phone, look at this right here. Um, look what happens to the brain, right? Rap brain after cell phone exposure. So now it's got all these abnormal cells clumped up and built up in there, right? And so actually destroys, and they've proven this. I mean, it is a scientific fact that when rats are exposed to these things, that tumors grow all throughout their body, right? So if it's happening to rats, how's it not going to happen to us, right? And that's the reality okay, how about, of it. How about so, earplug? Earplug Yeah, so a lot of people will know, no, 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 different, because it's because of the radiation that's coming in from distance, from oh, a distance, okay. right? So if you have an iPod, it's a little bit different, right? Not necessarily the let's say that computers and iPods and things like that are, are, are really healthy for you because there's still electromagnetic radiation, things like that, but not the same level as um, a cell phone tower that's mm -hmm. coming at you, right? So totally different level. So what I recommend, what I personally do is I keep my cell phone off and I check it a couple times throughout the day. I'll just turn it on, like today, lunchtime, turn it on, had two messages, right? Return those calls, boom, shut it off, right? Um, kept it off, and I'll check it after the workshop right, later on tonight. Kind of see what's going on. Yep. Um, right yeah. I didn't see that exactly. Yep. And so I mean, it's just that radiation. It's it's powerful, and it's and it's really really bad for us. Same thing with microwaves. We talked about that last week, right? When you microwave water, right, and then you go ahead and you and you feed it to a plant, what happens to the plant? plant dies, right? So then why would it not happen to us? So what do we have to do with our microwave? Throw it out, Throw it out of the house, right? Get rid of that thing, right? So you, you'll start to see that you actually, I mean, some of these are radical steps for some of you guys, and that's okay. I mean, you got to take baby steps at first. But the reality is you'll start to see that you can adapt without it, right? I mean, for years, we didn't have microwaves. People got by just fine, didn't they? Right? And so you, you'll be just fine without those things. You'll adapt to it. You'll be all right. And so ultimately, also, we want to get out in nature parks and really be able to expose ourselves, you know, just out to nature. I mean, that's a natural healer, right? Just getting out in nature, really getting fresh air, doing a lot of that stuff. And so we definitely want to do that. And then, obviously, spiritual and emotional counseling, really handling and addressing any of those major issues, right, that are blocking us spiritually, emotionally. Right, we've got a couple counselors, spiritual counselors in here. We got Lori. We got Yvette in the back. Right, Yvette's going to be opening up her office, and so she's right there, powerful woman of God to help break break through any barriers in your life, help coach you through that, talk you through it. That's a powerful thing that we need to do because we can do all the other things, but if we have this massive stress, spiritually emotional stress, it's always going to limit us in our, our ability to heal. So we have to be able to address that. By the way, the things that I'm mentioning, guys. Maximize something we call the five essentials, right, of health and healing. So these things are essentials. Making sure that we've got lots of nutrients in our body, making sure that we're exercising, we've got lots of oxygen, that we have a, 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 low, a low amount of toxins, our body's detoxing effectively, 
We have healthy nerve function. All the organs are being restored to life and health at an optimal level. Those cells are regenerating properly. And that we have peace and strong relationships in our body. Those are essentials. You take one of those things out, it throws the whole plan off. You can exercise every day, eat great, right? Get adjusted and you know, have, do all those things, but have unforgiveness in your heart or spiritual emotional stress that's too high. And it, you know what? It will throw everything else off and it will cause <coughs> disease. You miss any one of those key ingredients, right? If you never exercise, you're not going to oxygenate your system. You're not going to detox effectively. You're going to get sick and disease. You're not, you're not going to be able to prevent being a statistic. The five essentials gives you the very best protection from being a statistic. You just have to follow them. That's it. And so finally, um, so this is another thing. And so I know Lori works with this right here. So at a church I go to right down the road, Riverstone, they actually have SOZO. So if you need deep emotional counseling, right, this is an amazing program that you can go through. You actually, people that will walk you through your past and really break off any kind of chains, any kind of curses, anything that's really holding you down, any lies that you've heard in your life that are holding you back from reaching your God-given potential, I'd recommend this to everybody to go through this process right here. And you can actually download an application and, and uh, you apply and they set up a time where you can go through this. Powerful, powerful thing. Right? And ultimately, to, to kind of wrap up, you know, your life is about the decisions you make in a moment. The very, every single decision dictates your destiny in life. And so ultimately, I mean, who here would want to be right here on this, on this left side being a, being your grandfather, you know, grandmother, being able to run down the road, be able to raise your grandchildren, do whatever it is you want to do. Who'd like that? Absolutely. So I want you guys to close your eyes right now and just visualize with me. Just see your life, right? First off, first thing we're going to be thinking about, see your life if you never take action with your health, okay? Your problem that you're having right now, the health problem, the health issues, whatever it is, your vulnerable areas, they're starting to get worse. Right? They're getting worse and worse and worse. The pain is getting worse. The discomfort is getting worse. You're scared. Think about your, your, your mate, your husband, or wife. They're scared for you. Your kids, now they're watching you with cancer, with heart disease, with organs rotting out in your body. Right? What is the look that they have on their face? And think about how that feels inside. Think about how that feels. Okay? Remember that feeling. Because it's your feelings that will control your thoughts, which control your actions. Remember that feeling. Now, that's one way that you can go in. Now let's reverse that. right? And let's start thinking about, hey, let's say you take action. You start taking the proactive steps you need to take. right? Now you start to get over your problem, your issue, your health issue. Your organs are healing. Your body is functioning. right? It's healing at a higher level. Now, think about you being able to just um, enjoy life, do whatever it is you want to do, right? Run down the road, lift your children, your grandchildren over your head, achieve everything that it is that you want in your life. There's nothing in your life that you cannot achieve, right? There's nothing. If there are no boundaries, that God put you on the planet for something amazing and incredible, that he has a, a huge calling for your life, and if we take the right steps, there's nothing that will ever, ever limit your ability to accomplish that. But it starts with the decisions that you make right now, that you make today, that's going to dictate the, the, your destiny in the course of your life. And so um, with that being said, we do have um, an amazing opportunity. We actually have this food makeover coming up right here. This is on May 8th. Okay, 
case, if you really want to get the details, advanced nutrition, recipes, you want to lose weight, you want to do any of those types of things, this workshop right here is going to be incredible. Myself, along with several other doctors, will be out there teaching us at Mount Perrin Christian School. Um, it's going to be incredible. We actually have, um, it's typically it's $49 for this workshop. You get a book, you get an entire health plan. We're going to have a, a weight loss challenge if, if, if you want to lose weight, if you want to energize your system, whatever it is. We have a pre-registration right now um, before May 1st of $29. Okay, so, for, so we actually take $29 off of that before May 1st. So if you want to pre-register, we can only fit 300 people in there. Okay, so it's a limited seating. If you want to pre-register, now is the time, right? It's the decisions that you make today that will dictate the course of your destiny. And what we're doing is anybody that wants to sign up today, okay, I'm also throwing in a little omega-3 oil. We've got a bunch of these were given to us. So anybody that wants to make that decision, a little incentive for you. My job is one thing. I mean, I can give you guys all the information in the world. I can literally load you up with information. But does information ever change a life? No. It's inspiration. It's you taking action that changes your life, right? And so Yvette made a decision to change her life a year ago. Now she's completely off the medications. Her blood, her, uh, her blood tests are completely normal. Jackie made the decision, right, completely off the medications. Diabetes completely reversed because she made the decision. She's walking in that, right? But what happens if, if, you, if you start making bad decisions? It's going to come back, right? And so this is our, about our life, about being inspired, about continually walking in this making the right decisions. This is why we do these workshops, right? This is why I'm here on Monday night, taking my time to teach you guys one reason. It's about changing and saving lives, inspiring people. So um, anybody that's interested in really achieving their health potential, their God-given potential, this is a workshop you don't want to miss. Saturday, May 8th, um, anybody that gets signed up again tonight, oh, we got that pre-registration rate. Um, so at the end, make sure you get signed up for that. Uh, if you haven't scheduled an appointment to get your nerve system evaluated, Make sure you do that as well. Uh, and then on top of that, just a couple announcements. So we just finished that cancer workshop series. I will send you guys um, uh, the cancer protocol on, on email. So you'll, you'll all get that. Make sure your email is signed up. Next week, next Monday, is going to be asthma and allergies. So I know I made that announcement in the beginning. Asthma and allergy workshop. So who's interested in learning about that? Right? Probably a bunch of you guys, right? So absolutely. So we're going to go into detail on what kinds of things are going to are going to actually cause problems, things that you may not have even ever thought would cause a problem with asthma or allergies, what kinds of things are going to help, help provide a solution there. So that's one of the things. And then the following week, so then we got May 8th, we've got the, um, the, uh, the food makeover. The following week, I'm going to be doing a super hydration workshop. So that's another powerful component to that. So those are upcoming workshops this Wednesday night. If you haven't been on a store tour, we're going to be doing a store tour as well. Okay. So with that being said, um, love you guys. I'm here for you. I'm here to do whatever I can to help you. Um, if you have any questions, I'm, I'm here to serve you. So, all right. That's it, guys. That's the podcast for this week. Join us next time for a workshop on asthma and allergies. As always, you can visit us online at www.exodushc, as in health center, dot com. See you next time.